If you're the victim of an accident, you're entitled to fair and adequate compensation. I'm Larry Parker. Call me at 213-636-5151 or 714-761-1511 or dial 411 for the number nearest you. Larry Parker got me 2.1 million. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. I wish my sex life was that elaborate, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, if I got pregnant, I'd be like, no, no clue. Buck Perez. <laughs> Please don't make that the soundbite for me. <laughs> Please don't. And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Casey Gullickson. There's a scene where he kills a guy with a pen in a hallway of a high school, and I, that's just, man, that, scary. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Todd Perry here. To the right of me is the currently embattled Buck Perez, dealing with a lot of drama from the recent release of the Buck Perez sex tape. Todd, what to do? The fallout is continuing. Yes. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, to the left of me, once again, is uh, one of my... Uh, Favorite guys to have on the show here is the great Casey Gullickson. Hey, what's going on, guys? Casey is a stand-up comedian, yeah. improvisational master, and uh, we have a clip right now of Casey, one of Casey's recent stand-up performances. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about this before we get into it? Oh, uh, yeah. This was at Acme Comedy Theater in Hollywood. Uh, this is a show I do uh, pretty often. Um, I'll be back there. If you follow me on Twitter, I post every show that I'm going to do uh, on Twitter, at Casey Gullickson. Also, you can just Google me or whatever. That's G-U-L-L-I-C-K-S-O-N. Uh, long one, but you can you can do it. Yeah. So here's a quick little clip of uh, Casey live at the Acme Theater. Oh, man. He does this thing to me where he puts me on speakerphone for, for no reason at all. It's not because he's driving or anything. He just puts me on speakerphone. And so instead of having a private conversation with him, I'm having a private conversation with him and whoever else is in the room, which who, most of the time it's him and his wife. And I'm like, if I want to talk to your wife, I would call your wife. And I don't, so I won't. I don't want to talk to her. Like, ever. Don't put me on speakerphone. Don't put me on speakerphone. Pisses me off. And he didn't get it. But I'm going to teach him a lesson. Next time I'm on the phone with him, I'm going to be like, Cody, am I on speakerphone? And he's going to be like, no, because he's a liar. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, good, because I wanted to talk to you about that stripper you banged last summer. They found her body and her penis. What kind of shit were you into, man? And then just listen as his wife screams in terror because her husband is a gay murderer. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna do it for real. Yeah, this is like broadcast online and everything, but they ain't gonna watch this. It's too late. They have a kid. They're asleep. Very good, very good. Oh, thank you. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Dug that. Um, very good. So uh, you can hear more of that uh, if you just uh, hit up Casey on the Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. So uh, real quick, um, as we were talking about on the last show, there's been some fallout about the release of the Buck Perez sex tape. Mm. Uh, there's been a lot, there's a lot of questions for Buck right now that aren't mm. being answered due to uh, some silence by his lawyer. Right. Again, I am uh, sanctioned by Larry H. Parker to yeah. uh, not talk about this on the show. So you Sorry. can't talk about it. No, I cannot. You cannot. Under retainer. Okay. 
But real quick, there was, I guess Buck was a guest uh, on a show a while back called Pudding Talk, hosted by Dusty Doolittle. Oh, yes. And um, mm. I had his support back then. Man, what a bad name. Whoever came up with that was hmm. not funny. Funny name equals not funny. But yeah, no, no, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Dusty, now Dusty had some problems after hearing about the fact that Buck Perez was a guest on his show and he had no idea that Buck was making sex tapes. So, so I'm sorry, Buck. We just got to play it for the audience just to let them know there is some blowback going on. Not everybody like myself and Casey Gullickson and the Far Out listeners are supporting Buck. Right. So let's hear it. Broadham, cowgirl. Well, I love the taste of chocolate and brown. Poo, 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 pudding. I love opening a box and going down on pup, 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 pudding. It's Pudding Talk with your host, Dusty Doolittle. Well, hello, folks. I've got some sad news. I guess a few months ago, I had a guest on the show named Buck Perez from the Low Budget Podcast. He was a nice gentleman, and as I remember, he gave me some medicinal pudding. I ate a gallon of that pudding, and I stayed up all night playing my John Denver records backwards. Boy, I think I must have heard the voice of Satan in that record, because later that night, not proud of it, but I exposed myself in the middle of a Waffle House. Anyways, there's a big story in the news that I guess Bob Perez videotaped himself making love with a Hispanish woman in a motel room in Los Angeles. I haven't seen the movie because I'm a Christian, but if anybody who has, call in to tell us about it because the pudding community is now upset with Mr. Perez because of a devious sex act and I also hear that the NRA, PETA, NAACP, NAMBLA, and various women's groups are upset as well. Call it George in Springfield. You're on Pudding Talk. Dusty, I must admit, I don't think I'll even sleep tonight. The Buck Perez sex tape is something no Christian man should ever lay his eyes on. Well, why is it you're looking up sex tapes on the internet anyway? Well, I was actually searching for a Buck Owens song, and then I saw this video shot on some crappy Japanese Betamax tape. It had some man doing unspeakable acts to a poor woman. Well, what exactly did Buck do to this woman that was so unsettling? Well, first for your listeners, if there's any women or children in the room, please cover their ears. See, uh, Buck first took the woman by the head. By the head? And then he took her, and then he threw her, stood on the television, and... Oh, Lord, I never knew you could do that to a woman. And then the cleaning lady walked in. Now, Buck, is there anything you can say, like, again, like, Dusty, you are on a show before on Pudding Talk. It, I mean... It's disheartening, to say the least. Because I, th- I, I thought I had the support of the Pudding Talk listeners. But obviously, from their uh, leader, 
you know, he is the uh, sanctioned man. Of, he is the priest of pudding, yeah. as he's been called before. Yeah. And um, just to hear that is, is kind of disheartening. Yes, I thought I'd support. That's rough, man. I'm sorry about that. Well, we still stand I've been whispering by all day about it. It's not fun. Yes, a lot of whispering going on with Buck today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it low-key, much yeah. like uh, Casey's love for Asian females. I'm trying, oh, to, keep it, man, trying to keep it on the that's download. That's not low-key at all. You just go bringing it up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, man. You have the opposite yes, well, definition. Of well, I mean, look, everything's out about me. I'm doing the book on 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 tape. <laughs> so it's it's out there about me. So, uh, I, you know, I'm just going full bore with it. Full be, bore. Be honest about it? Have you got things together yet with the SMS text messaging to possibly if people are in an intimate encounter would like to do the buck? Well, I've I've been getting hit up a, a lot about it, and yes, if we can take my uh, phone number off the website, I would appreciate it. Thank <laughs> yeah. you because uh. I've been getting hit up too much. Tell them to do the uh, far out podcast number, and we'll get them that way. Get it done. There you go. Yeah. All right, moving on, because, Buck, you always you, you want to just move on with this. You want to be done with it, and you want to move on. I hope there's no more blowback on future shows. I hope that this is the last time you're going to have to come face-to-face with people that I would say nowadays you could say are haters. Yeah. You guys ever notice, real, before we get into our topic today, which we're going to talk about uh, dude crushes, um, you ever guys ever notice on Twitter about 75% of all the tweets I read are basically people just getting mad, like, Haters are everywhere. Why is everybody hated on me? <laughs> and there's all these people like uh, one of my favorites, a guy named Jarvis Moss, who is a, a defensive end for the <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he was with uh, was Denver before. He was with Denver. I, I, I thought he was with Denver. Related yeah. to Randy Moss? Uh, not quite. No, no I don't no. believe so. Okay. I think he went to Florida, though. If I'm thinking correctly, I think this guy's from Florida. Okay, who he went to the U? The, no, 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 not Miami. Uh, Florida Gators. Gators. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, but Ma- Moss just like he just continuously tweets about the hate. Like the hate. there oh, is like a hater stupid. epidemic going on, and like Jarvis Moss, who also has a hashtag Mossology, oh, that's which cool. he drops yes. like shit all the time. It's like that's hey, awesome. Haters gonna hate, but only true players gonna spread love. Mossology. Mossology. Nice. Yeah. He sounds like a moron. Has he used <laughs> Has he used the term haterade? No, he is freaking haterade. Yeah. But no, but Moss, it's interesting because Jarvis Moss is also the hipster raider. Like oh, he man. has pictures, he has like hipster glasses oh, on man. and he's always tweeting about his swag. Oh, but man. but yeah, he's got like a he's got a hipster beard with like out the mustache and just like the hipster beard and the oh, hipster glasses. Nice. And uh Jarvis Moss, one of my favorite Oakland Raiders on Twitter. It's always good. I'm gonna mm. have to follow him. Yeah. A second that favorite sounds- Second favorite Raider on Twitter is uh, Michael Huff, one of their free safeties. Yep. Mike, Michael Huff had the greatest tweet of all time. Or he had a blog he linked to, and in his blog, he discussed how the, during last year's season that he had his touchdown dance ready. <laughs> like He was like, I already got my touchdown dance, and he copped it from Jerry Springer. He goes, it's the I'm not the baby. Yeah. I'm not the baby daddy dance. dance. Yeah. And it's basically where you get up, and you jump off off the couch, yeah. and you do like a quick Tapping of the feet. Oh, you're up so and down. excited you can't even contain yourself. <laughs> so this is yourself. based on like Maury Povich. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not uh, the yeah, dad. Jerry Springer, Maury Povich yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So uh, Mike, awesome. Michael Huff was like, my my That's touchdown funny. dance. Should I like get a pick six next year? Is going to be the I'm not the baby dad. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. That is really funny. It's like guys do a dance, but chicks when they find out that that guy's not the father, they, they slap all, him. No, they usually run, like oh my god and oh, like run yeah. off. Yeah, they, you know, they, backstage. Yeah, they go backstage. The camera backstage. Yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. Oh my god. Then Maury's got to go back there. Come on. So embarrassed that they 
couldn't even pinpoint who the dad of the child was. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, that's so messed up. I wish my sex life was that elaborate that, like, <laughs> yeah. I, if I got pregnant, I'd be like, no no clue. Yeah. <laughs> it could be one of thousands. We're right. going to literally have a panel of people I've made love with to right. figure out. They're all going to take the test and come on television. And as we said in the last show, all those guys on the panel, they get their own planet together in my religion where it's your... Yep. Your uh, sex brothers that you've, you've you've been with the same woman, yep. they all get to spend eternity with that and the baby. No, not the baby mama, but just all the dudes hanging out just together. Just hanging. Yeah. yeah. Just hanging, drinking beers. and For eternity on Ganymede. And there's chicks on this planet too, right? I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't worked that far yeah, into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds like your fantasy Otherwise stops, it'd be at, pretty stops at a planet of dudes. <laughs> pretty terrible afterlife. <laughs> It's oh the reverse God. of the island of Lesbos. <laughs> I'm seriously going to look into uh, what a Mormonism. Is that what you call it? Mormonism? That's the Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh, okay. I'm seriously going to look into that mm. because that planet thing sounds great. Mm. I think it sounds like a lot of fun. I suggest you see the uh, Broadway play of it then. Oh, the have you Book seen of it? Mormon. No. Oh, okay. Sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it does. I heard it was good. Are you guys just going to whisper? Am I whispering? I got him going on it. Got him going on it. We're like sitting across the table. I think you should see the Broadway play. Why are you whispering? Buck's like, you should really see that play. And then, then Casey tries to beat him. Bring it I got to bring it down. I got to really be at that play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a dick. You know, it's like, I got to listen to this shit later and like, <laughs> yeah. try to fix it up. And like, people, so sorry. people in their cars will just hear like people talking this silence for three minutes. Yep. In my defense, we put this out like two or three weeks ago. Like how annoying it is. I haven't heard one bad feedback. No one said anything. Everyone's whispering how good it is. You know <laughs> Everyone's whispering. That was great. <laughs> no one's saying, yeah, no one said anything. I'm just hearing a lot of silent but positive okay. reviews. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So, once again, Twitter hater epidemic. You know, again, 75% of Twitter is just, if you're not on Twitter, that's what you're missing. Yeah. That little bit of mossology. That, that mossology. Moving on. So, uh, I don't know if anybody ever. Uh, Saw that there's an old episode of Seinfeld a long time ago where uh, Jerry Seinfeld had a mandate with Keith Hernandez, who was it was a first base player on the uh, New York Mets for oh, okay. a long time. Now I remember the episode. I didn't know what you were talking about earlier, but now when you say that he played base on he the Mets, played baseball. He I mean, played base first. Base. You said he was baseball. the first base player on the Mets. He played first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said he played base. Yeah, he was the first base player. Oh, oh no, he was he? the original bass player. Yes, was he the OG guy? He was in the Mets. He was like, uh, what's his, <laughs> what, what's his name? And Weezer, uh, Matt Sharp Matt was Sharp, the yeah. first bass player, and then it went on to a bunch of jackasses after that. Didn't, Didn't know, it? Yeah, Didn't know that. And involved to some guy with glasses. Yeah, like, oh, no. no Matt Sharp. Yeah, <laughs> but Jerry went on a date, and there's a the, whoa. whoa. That happens at least <laughs> we got some once every. We got some Tentrums. beer issues for Todd here. I had a, a, a Miller High Life explosion in my mouth. <sighs> Speaking of dude crushes. That is, um, that is foaming, um, man. I, I appreciate that we can drink the High Life on a Sunday morning. <laughs> it's like something about it. It's Living the High Life, my yep. friend. Uh, high Life. Their commercials crack me up. Anyways. It's 12.26 in the morning and we're cracking over some Miller High Life. There's that weird point in the day where you have coffee and beer on the table. Yeah. Usually there should be an NFL game going if right. this is happening. Mm. Just, but just, sadly. Just uh, just far out, dudes. Far out, dudes hanging out. So, uh, Jerry, there's a classic episode where Jerry had like a dude crush on him. And it's not like it's not like this is a gay encounter, which, you know, people are gay, not, not a problem with it. So we're going to, we got to hashtag this no homo. 
Okay. <laughs> but not you know that that seems kind of homophobic by the way okay. when people are like, "Hey, yeah. blah blah blah." No homo. There's a there's a couple of other ways to say it. I think Kanye uses pause. Have you heard that? No. Yeah. That's like kind of like a bear reference. You just say pause. No, like P A U S E. What does that mean? Pause. I don't know. He just says it instead of no homo. There's a mm. song where I don't know if it's Kanye or someone else, but it goes, "I'm feeling myself." Pause. This is like no. <laughs> saying like, hold so on. I'm say that. Instead, saying like, I'm just saying like, it might be. A, it's kind of saying like, hold on a sec. Yeah. I'm not gay. Right. It's like, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now pause it. Now I'm gonna continue. <laughs> now, now that you know. Now continue talking gay. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna continue to say gay things. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, I thought it's maybe that moment where things are about to cross the gay line, and you go, oh wait, oh that. no. Too far. Dude. Maybe yeah. that's it. You're going in for an uncomfortable hug here. We should get Kanye in here as a guest and he probably explain it to uh, him. I'd like to have that. I have connections. Yeah. I have connections. Cool. You got connections. I have connections. Uh, <laughs> man crushes. I have connections, Casey. So I, I, I was thinking, you know, there there are some circumstances. I know, every, you know, everybody has their fantasy list of women like, oh, you know, if I really had a chance, like if I had my top five, but like, you know, Natalie Portman, Fiona Apple, you know. <laughs> Whoa, Fiona Apple. Anyways, this is a different show. Yes, but That's right. a different show. That Mid-90s Fiona Apple, right? Yeah. Not- Natalie Imbruglia. Oh. Um, <laughs> Alanis Morissette. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all these. What's Tori the Amos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not to get on a rant, but Fiona Apple still looks good. And she has a couple pounds on her now, so she's oh, like, so she, yeah. She's probably, healthy, I haven't healthy. seen her lately. I'm uh, Google I'm, it right now. Didn't realize that she was alive and stuff. I'm gonna Beautiful her. eyes. Oh, she could just tell me how I upset her during the day. Like, and I, like, how, maybe, and how this world is fake. Yes, full of bullshit. This world is fake. I wish that my, my wife could get... You know, you have like a pinch hitter in baseball? Yeah. Like a pinch bitch me out chick that she brings in. Like, wow. Like if she's mad about me eating her pizza last night, like yeah. she could be like, pause. Uh-huh. And then Fiona Apple walks in and gets all crazy emotional on me. Dope. Starts cutting herself. That would be like, so funny. You don't know. You ruined my life. And like just gets all. I'm like, like, wow. That's a good idea. That could be a job in ancient Greece. Like that job. <laughs> they probably had someone who did that. We'd cut off her balls and then we'd bring her in to come and yep. yell at dudes. Yep. So, I mean, sure. Everybody. I mean, every guy <laughs> has their list of like, you know, women that they wish they could be with. But every guy also has a secret list of dudes. Not that they want to make love to, but like if they could go out to dinner and sit down and, and uh, have a nice conversation, like guys that they have like a man crush on. They're feeling man love for this guy. This yeah. is a bromance thing. Yeah. It's a bromance. It's a bromance thing. And everybody has them. So I'd like to, the, the guys on the show here were, um, uh, I'd say, uh, strong enough in their uh, sexuality to be able to admit this. And I really appreciate the fact that uh, you guys are all cool about that. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to start off with Casey. Yeah. Casey, if there was a dude that you know you can have dinner with or whatever, just having a little man date, yeah. hang out, who, who would it be? Uh, a lot of choices. This is tough. I was thinking uh, Bill Murray. Really? Um, that was, one, think, of, that yeah. was one of mine. Oh. I, didn't write, I didn't write down. Don't worry. You didn't okay, steal. cool. That was a good one, though. Yeah. No, I just think that he would be super cool to like hang out with for a night. He always gets into these crazy situations. Have you heard about like him? He was in the, a golf cart in Scotland driving drunk and he got pulled over yeah yeah just like yeah, he just does the most awesome stuff he showed up at this random karaoke party once and people took pictures like at a house mm-hmm. and so he's just like at your he's like if we had a karaoke party with our friends and bill murray knocked on the door and was like i want to do that right and so he did it for the night and then like later on he 
Uh, they were like, where's Bill Murray? And he was in the kitchen, like, washing all their dishes. Well, like, he was just, like, there to hang out and, like, be a part of it. He's like, I want to wash your dishes. No, he, and he was tripping on acid. Yeah, he That sounds was. awesome. But, yeah, yeah, it sounds good. I want to sing karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to do dishes. He's just a really interesting, weird guy. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yeah, awesome. I, I've heard, like, yeah, he is an interesting cat. And you know that he's probably the kind of guy that if you live with him, he'd probably, he's probably one of the biggest assholes you ever met. Yeah. You know, he seems like a real, like, yeah, I guess he doesn't have an agent, and like, if you have to get in touch, he's like, "Well, if you uh, want me to be in your film, um, well, you can find me. If you can find me, then obviously you want me." Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he's bad. I love Bill Murray too. Yeah, and he's one of these guys that even way back in the day he made great shit and still totally relevant. Not like Chevy Chase, who's kind of relevant again because of Community. Yeah, it's a good show. But Murray is like he's he's pantheon of great actors. Yeah. Like I, I love I love all this stuff. But I yeah. heard a funny story. Is um, we were talking earlier about the planet you would get to share with other dudes yeah. if you had to share women. Not saying I necessarily. <laughs> you banged Bill Murray's chick? No, no, no. Oh I, man! Wow. Cool. I I I not saying sex. I'm just saying I I was a friend of a girl who used to date Jason Schwartzman. Oh yeah, I was a little more than a friend, kind of, you know. I mean, yeah, we, okay. We, as you would say back then, we were talking. Ah, I see. And, and this girl kind of grew up in the, around, you know, common people that I, I knew. Yeah, and hmm. she, uh, she told me, or she told some friends or whatever that uh, Jason Schwartzman, when he got the job for Rushmore, the director Wes Anderson or whatever said, "Hey, you know what? You guys should go out for dinner so you can build some chemistry or whatever." Yeah. So I guess Bill Murray showed up to dinner and like you know Bill Murray's got tons of money. Uh-huh. Jason Schwartzman's probably a younger actor, but then yeah. again, from a rich family. Okay. You know his mother's uh, what's her name, uh, Adrian from Rocky. Oh, really? And her dad's yeah. like a wealthy. Yeah. And the dad's like a wealthy lawyer. And they're all uh, Coppola, aren't they? Yeah. Oh. Same with Nick Cage Nick and Cage. all those people. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. So yeah. I guess Bill Murray showed up to the dinner. And they ate, and then when the bill came, he just got up and left. Oh, and, what? And basically just put made, made Schwartzman pay the bill. That is some bullshit. That's awesome. Just pulled the... All right, well, all right, I want to change my... Uh, I don't want to have dinner with Bill Murray anymore. But that's kind of a cool show. move. He knew yeah. that Schwartzman had some cash. Yeah, and was like, true. He wouldn't do that to me. He wouldn't do that to me. Well, uh, I'm just gonna, gonna be uh, going now. That's Bill he Murray. He was probably confused about where he was the whole time. He was like, there, there's a uh, gopher outside, and I need to uh, get to this gopher. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good one. Buck, who, if you're going to... Oh, wait, but by the way, if you if you were to eat with Bill Murray, what would the, what would the date be with Bill Murray? Oh, man, I didn't think about that. Hmm. I was picturing maybe... I'm, I'm, I'm seeing synchronized swimming. Oh. Like, oh. I was yeah, going to say we'd probably the, go to, like, the, Chili's. Oh. Yeah. Not a synchronized mm. swimming? Two for 20. Oh. I'm thinking Cubs game. Cubs game? Oh. Yeah, big Cubs fan, right? He would sing "Take Me I've Out." I've seen to him ball doing game. that "Take Me Out" to oh, a ball really? game once yeah, or twice. Yeah, Buck cool. Perez. Oh, mandate. What's happening? Well, um, this guy is you know prophetic, Mister Stephen Hawking. Oh, you got uh, with Stephen Hawking. Yeah. See, I know. Is I know. You sex guys, club? That's what I'm saying. Now, I admire his uh, his theories of black holes and everything like that. You oh, know, wait, real quick. But I'm looking at other holes. You know what I'm talking? Oh, oh. so okay. Me and Stephen Hawking. So wait, we gotta we gotta we gotta tell people the story real quick oh, okay. because people who might have listened to our show didn't hear that we recorded that. Cut it out. What we we did a bit on uh, Stephen Hawking going to the sex club. Well, that's that's part. Yeah, uh, he is basically we, a god in my book now because he basically what was taking transatlantic flights to someplace here in California. Yeah, to it? yeah to go to a sex club in Devore, California. No, and just get it on. Yeah, 
And that is awesome. Exactly. Doesn't that take them up like 10 notches in your book? Yeah. And so my uh, my mandate is going to Tijuana with uh, Stephen Hawking. Tijuana. We're going TJ style, dude. You're going to get like breast milk in your mouth? We're talking donkey shows. We're talking <laughs> breast milk. We're talking He's everything. He's into all that, I'm sure. Hey, man. I want to hear from that computer voice that that shit is cray. All right? <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to happen. That shit cray. It's going to happen. That shit cray. Stephen Hawking at a donkey show seems to me like that. You know, that just seems to me like a great velvet painting coming to life. Like a donkey <laughs> oh, show with yeah. Stephen Hawking, like in the corner. <laughs> dead, cool. dead on a uh, Stephen Hawking impression right there, Casey. Thank you. That was very yeah, good. The listeners couldn't see. Yeah, I know. It, it, was, it, was, it was hilarious. It was good. So we yeah. wish this was a video cast. <laughs> Sorry. Next time. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you know us uh, hitting up the probably TJ then down the south Rosarita and then uh, just go Ensenada with that I'd like to see because uh, if you're doing this obviously you gotta get lobster if you're going to Rosarito that's what I'm saying I'd like to see Stephen Hawking eat a lobster <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be tough if yeah. he was like your roll dog yeah well I'm his dog I'll help feed him yeah. you know what I'm saying oh yeah you gotta help him out yeah I'm gonna crack this lobster <laughs> more butter that sounds like a good time there more go. butter sauce yep me and Stephen Hawking Tijuana I'm thinking doing the buck. I'm thinking my my first dude crush like to have a dinner with and just to talk is uh, an actor I really like. I'll watch him in anything very much as John Cusack. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't see mm, that coming. Left field. Didn't yeah. see that. Co- I like John Cusack too, but I didn't see that coming. Yeah, last few years his career's gone. <laughs> well, I never saw bad. 2012. 2012. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking the bullets over Broadway. John Cusack, like the intellectual. I'm thinking the. Um, John Cusack in uh, that High Fidelity, John Cusack. Yeah. It was basically mm-hmm. a movie about my friends. Like I watched yeah. that movie. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much every dude I know. Yeah. I'm thinking Better Off Dead, John Cusack. Better Off Dead, which is a great movie. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking... Uh, oh, Say anything? Uh, gross Point Blank. Break? Mm. Point Blank? Point yeah, where he's the assassin. Yeah. That's a great There's movie. There's a shot in that there's a scene where he kills a guy with a pen in a hallway of a high school and I had his high school reunion yeah, yeah his high school reunion and that's just man, that, wow that's scary I've seen parts of that yeah it's good yeah. yeah I liked it he wears a class shirt in like every movie he wears like the same class shirt yeah. like, we could talk he about music a, he wears a class shirt in every movie and he has his sister in every movie yeah yeah what the hell is that Oh, good old Joan. Joan Cusack. Yeah. Nah, one of our answers to Joan Cusack. Joan. Oh, we can't. Dude crush <laughs> on Joan Cusack. <laughs> she is pretty dude much a dude. crush on Joan Cusack yeah. and Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, the, dog, the dog-faced the dog woman, yes. Exactly. Well, that's, that'll be the next episode. It's like, what's your dog-faced woman uh, <laughs> crush? <laughs> well, no, the funny thing is Maggie Gyllenhaal and Joan, Joan Cusack, like... Lakers. <laughs> Bucks Lakers update on his phone. Sorry. Like, okay, no, there's got to be that moment where any dude who's been with Joan Cusack, like, while he's engaging, is like, this kind of like fucking John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when when he's when they're with Joan Hall, like, Same it's way. like Jake Jalen Hall, yeah. fucking Jake Jalen Hall, the I, wig. I feel like <laughs> fucking Jake. Oh man, Jake Jalen Hall. Yeah. I feel like he's Ledger. <laughs> please don't make that the soundbite for me. I feel like he's Ledger. Please don't. I feel. I'm on crack. Totally no. I'm on crack, and I'm doing an overrated performance as the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Um, what was it? Dark Knight in IMAX. Yeah. In 3D and all that shit. Oh man, Maggie Gyllenhaal's face in 3D IMAX was pretty scary, dude. Yeah. The Joker's performance was good, but that one was she's hideous. She's not an attractive. No, she's not. Person. No, she's not. I'm gonna say I actually think Maggie Gyllenhaal's kind of cute. Oh my. God. I've seen her. There was a movie she was in with Will Ferrell called uh, Stranger Than Fiction. 
mm. yeah. In which I was like, she's kind of cute. Yeah, but in the in the Dark Knight, I've seen uh, this box for this movie, and I've seen it for years. And it's called Secretary. Yeah, and no, I my guess, roommate has that movie. I guess she's supposed to be like the seductive secretary, and I'm looking at. Her, I'm like, it's no, it's <laughs> her and James Spader, and they're both like sex deviants, kind of like you, Buck. I appreciate that. And uh, I didn't watch the whole thing because I had to go somewhere, but yeah, it was. It sounded like mm. it was a cool movie. Does mm. anybody get put in the buck in that movie? Yeah, probably. I don't well, know. What happens. In the buck. Casey, who else you got on your list here? Um, I was thinking uh, Charles Barkley. Oh, hmm. Charles yeah. Barkley's the shit. Yeah. I love Charles Barkley. He just seems like such a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, mm. We'd have a really good time, I think, hanging out. Charles My wife loves Sir, Sir Charles Barkley. Yeah. Like, she loves Charles Barkley. He's now so is this- funny. Is this because of the whole prostitution thing? Like, uh, he got that blowjob from the prostitute? He got a blowjob from the prostitute? He got arrested for it. Yeah, he didn't actually do the deed, but yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think the cops pulled him over and he said, yeah, I was trying to get a blowjob. I was going to get a blowjob. Yeah, See, that's exactly what exactly. he would say. He's like, he's like, he's not going to make shit up. He's going right. to be like, I was going to get a blowjob. That's Look, she walked whatever. away. What can I do? What do you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. Right, put it on the news. Fuck but, you. But given your recent sex tape and oh, your yes. issues with that, do you look to Sir Charles as somebody who handled it well? He is a guiding light in this yeah. dark time. Yes, and I, I, I'll read his autobiography if he has one. Casey, do you have it? I do not. Okay. I think Charles Barkley's the shit because, like, like if you think about, like, Marv Albert is another guy who got, oh, like, there you like go. he was with prostitutes and doing weird shit, like, biting ch- chicks, and he had... Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and Marv Albert, from this day on, is known as the guy who hooks up with hookers, and yep. he can't distance himself sir it. charles he got caught with a hooker and was like yeah i got caught with a hooker and so what i didn't even know that about yeah, it. See, so it, there you go it swept under a rug i, I think this happened like last year or something what yeah. like a year or two ago yeah. another thing that I, people forget about is eddie murphy and his tranny prostitute yeah situation yeah. i think that's something we need to bring up yeah <laughs> keep reminding saying? the people I like to talk about people with hookers yeah he's giving her a ride home that's what he said <laughs> eddie look, look man just giving her a ride home that's funny <laughs> look man i ain't saying shit that bitches need a ride home you know <laughs> She looked cold outside. <laughs> all right, all right. Buck Perez, what do you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Next one is, I'd like to go to a Laker game, because oh. I've been to many. Have you been to a Laker game, Casey? Been to been a, I went to a Clippers game recently. That doesn't count. Yeah, LA people, it's easy to go to a Clippers doesn't game. doesn't count. Yeah, a lot cheaper. I want to go to a Laker game, Jack Nicholson. Oh. Me and Jack, because he oh, sits cool. right there on the opposite side of the bench, yeah. you know, on the other team's bench, like right there. Yeah. So, you I've can all- see, if you go to a Laker game, like you could just sit down from any seat in the place and you could watch Jack you Nicholson Jack. the yeah. whole game. Yeah. So, you know, That's that'd cool. be a lot of a lot of eyes on me. Yeah. Lot, me chilling yeah. with Jack. Lot we're lot we're hanging out before and after. It's nothing but good times, right? That sounds like a good time. L- Last time I went to a Laker game, I saw, um, I was in the suite. <clears throat> Oh, no, you weren't. Let that wow. settle. Wow. Really? I got I got free tickets from work. Wow. And uh, I saw it was um, what's his nuts. You don't even watch basketball as much as I do. I know it's sad, as isn't much it? As I do. Yeah, That's you don't a, even watch it. You like, don't even watch basketball. I'm going, right, to, I'm going to a Clippers suite on Wednesday. What by is the way. What, uh, what? What place are the Clippers in right That's now? That's awesome. I have no idea. Cl- what, yeah. What? Uh, who's the? Uh, what's the best team in the East right now? No idea. Uh, the Bulls. Nah, I, I think that. it's the Heat. Nah, the Bulls. Fab Four. Jeremy Lin. Teams he play for. Next, the oh, Kunichi. I'm not asking oh, fuck. Casey here. <laughs> I said that before. Kunichi Dragons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Kunichi Dragons. 
No, he the plays insanity for, in the world. He plays for the Knicks. But what I was saying is, I saw um, the Zach Galifianakis was sitting right on the sidelines, and the whole game you could just sit there and watch Zach Galifianakis watch the game in red pants. And I was thinking, <laughs> in red pants. I think Galifianakis has no idea what's going on in this game right yeah, here. He's, he's like touchdown. I think <laughs> I think Jack Black also has courtside now. Yeah, yeah. he's always courtside. So. Wow, yeah. that's badass. Yeah, but 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 Buck, so you're hanging out with Jack Nicholson. Later on, you're going to his jacuzzi and duking a 14 year old in the butt like uh, Roman Polanski, or are you just hanging out with the night? <laughs> oh man, with wow. him and Lou Adler. Whoa, wow, that yeah. took a turn. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if I'm question. doing the Polanski, but I'm doing the Buck. You know doing what I'm saying? The buck. I'll just do the Buck. Man, do what I do, me and Jack. I just recently read up on that whole Nicholson Polanski situation. It's bad. That, that is interesting. Uh, yo. Yeah, Roman Polanski, like, Roman Polanski is a great director, and even Ghost Rider last year was a really good movie with uh, Ewan McGregor. I had it, too. Uh, Ewan McGregor's great in an English accent. When he does an American accent, hor- worst actor you ever met. Yeah. In an English accent, he's great. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Just note, note that. But, yeah, uh, I'll write it down. Uh, Ghost Rider is a good movie, but yeah, Roman Polanski, like, Roman Polanski has had the most dynamic life of any human being. Like Jeez. he survived the Holocaust, which gives what? him what I didn't know that. Which That's gives him strange. a pass for the rest of his life. Yep. Then his wife was murdered by the fucking Manson family. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's that is nuts. she was pregnant and murdered, and she oh. was one of the most beautiful women ever. Oh. And then he had sex with a woman with a fourteen-year-old girl in Jack Nicholson's jacuzzi. In Jack Nicholson's house. Yeah, that's and right. And you're like, all right, bad, bad move, bad move, and so bad he, move, bro. Mm-hmm. And so he's been wanted by the U.S. and just living in countries that don't extradite people. Yeah. And now he's on like house arrest or something. But finally, he got like some comeuppance for it. But he's like, he's hanging out like in a chalet in France or some shit. But yeah, he's fine. Like, can't I mean, this is like a moral dilemma. You go. Do you give a guy a pass? Like, okay, think about the worst shit that's happened in the last sixty years. You probably uh, Manson family might be a top ten thing. Yeah, you know the, the Holocaust number one. Yeah, <laughs> he lived through both. Do you Best. go well? The cards are so stacked against him that I if know. he kind of like, like it's still wrong. it's completely wrong what he did. But <laughs> yeah. I think people have a little bit of sympathy, at least a little bit. Yeah. He's like an anti because like it, they, he still gets to make movies. And yeah. stuff, so you know, people are like, "Okay, well, we'll watch his movies." But you yeah. know, whereas normally, if someone has sex with a fourteen-year-old, you're gonna be like, "Fuck that! I don't want, want anything to do with them." Yeah. And the funny thing is, okay, when Woody Allen got like busted, a bunch of people like came out to uh, Woody Allen. When Roman Polanski got busted <laughs> and got sent to like the house arrest that he was living on. Yes, Doctor Freud. Yes. No, Woody Allen came out in support of Roman Polanski. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> right? If I'm Woody Allen, who's been had his own weird, creepy sex scandal I like to not think weird. about, right. you don't come out for Roman Polanski. Yeah. You keep it quiet. You don't yeah. need to speak. Like You give him a phone call. Tell yeah. him how you feel. You don't just... Just like he did with me. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, it's like you don't want to be the guy... Yeah, like Buck Perez... You know, you, you don't want to be the you guy. You don't want to be Buck Press. You don't want to be Buck Press. You don't want to be Buck Press. That's good to be Buck. But you don't want to be the guy. Imagine that, what a Buck could do. I just had to throw that up. New catchphrase. Thank you. That's your new catchphrase. It's a California lottery phrase. Oh, cool. Imagine what a Buck could do. Imagine. Just throwing it out there, Todd. Oh, there, there, there's a heavy set chick in a hotel room in San Pedro that knows. Well, <laughs> and many on. She the, don't have to imagine. And many on the YouTube. All right, moving on. Uh, on with the do. But uh, once again. If you're Woody Allen and people already think suspect you maybe like being way too into younger girls and you've made movies about it and you've got busted for it, keep it play your cards close to the vest yeah. and don't don't come out publicly for other people who are doing that. Like you go, 
Uh, probably not the best idea. Keep yeah, it on down low. Don't nobody have to know. Yeah. Nobody have to. All right, moving on here. Okay, so I uh, my next one on my list is uh, I'd like I have a man crush on Bill Clinton. Cool. Another one that I was going to put on, Who but doesn't? I didn't. Wow. Really? You guys are. Yeah. You guys, now, are, you guys are doing good. Regard, doing good. Regardless of people's political opinions about Bill Clinton, he's he's a slimy bastard. <laughs> like I will I will right. admit to that. But charming son of a bitch and oh, yeah. they say one of the most like intelligent presidents the u.s ever had and like the kind of guy that i think we could sit down and we would you know we'd probably eat somewhere and like some effete you'd eat some pizza no no i know no, what you, you're talking you guys you know what i'm talking eat some pizza exactly yeah. dude but think about the wisdom bill clinton could it's impart on like you could talk about anything with bill clinton like bill clinton yeah. is um there's a, a story where somebody the guy who painted his presidential painting i guess bill like shut him out like bill didn't like him but his assistant was really into jazz so bill clinton like is a huge like jazz aficionado music aficionado plays the sax yeah and was it a, a story where um Dave Brubeck, who's one of the the best like California West Coast jazz musicians, sure. met met Clinton and thought, "Oh, this is just like some politician going, uh, you know, I uh, I love your work, you know, kind of thing." But he was like, I, he sat down with Clinton, and Clinton went deep into his back catalog of shit that like wow, even the nice. big fans don't know about, and like he was a crazy jazz fan and was a guy that um, knows every like, you know. Uh, Bill Clinton, how do we solve blah, blah, blah? Well, there's three things you need to do. Uh-huh. And like, you know, B- Bill's Bill's an interesting guy. S- slimy son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, pro- probably a horrible human being in terms of just life yeah. in general. But I'd love to sit down and eat dinner at some upscale place in Harlem where he's hanging out yeah. and uh, have, a, have a good night with Bill. If anything, I should I think you should do it just to get your impression that much better. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Let's hear a little Clinton. Probably uh, help. No, the Clinton's horrible. <laughs> I did not have. No, the... the, the yeah. I'd rather do Al Gore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's so good. Coming out again. I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. With the internet. With the internet. <laughs> with the internet. <laughs> I went on the internet I created for porno. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, I'm, I am fascinated. I watched like the the four hour PBS thing on Bill Clinton. I think he's he's an interesting cat. He's yeah. he's not no one to model a life after in certain ways, but he's also he's an interesting guy. So I'm always like it's one of those things where like I simultaneously know much like a Roman Polanski or Woody Allen, you know, you shouldn't root for him, but there's something about the seductor that it's that. They seduce you even though you know it's wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Somehow, hmm. if like you have sex with a woman and you know it's wrong, but you still do you it, still do it. Yeah. It's it's still it's more sexy. You can't so, help yourself, and that's it's, how you feel about Bill Clinton. I don't think I could help myself. You can't help it's yourself. like angry sex. It's, it's yeah. always good sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Casey Gullickson, who else is on your list here? Your final one, your final man crush. Yeah, it was, there was a couple of different ones I was thinking of, and uh, I'm gonna go Stephen King. Ooh, the man. writer. Yeah. Going to- <laughs> no, the athlete. The writer. <laughs> Heard of him. Is there an athlete, Stephen King? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> he said the writer. The proctologist, yeah, he's also, Stephen King. Uh, he's also a really interesting guy and like pretty weird. He's got some weird stuff going oh, there, on. In his there head. are layers to that onion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that guy is uh, deep. I think it would be cool to uh, just hang out with him for like a day, maybe go to the zoo. Or Have whatever. you like read lots of his books or whatever? Yeah, I like, I like, I, I now, like a lot of Stephen Would King you books. go to his home turf, Bangor, Maine? And like want want him to show you around there. And be oh, like, sure. show, I, be that's what I would be down yeah, for. Yeah, that would like, be cool. And be like, then you'd understand is, yeah, more exactly. about him. Yeah. He sets everything in Maine. So exactly. Fun, yeah. Yeah. 
The, the interesting thing, there's always something cool about dudes who don't live in the traditional place where dudes who do what they do live. Right. Mm. Like, guy, like you would figure Stephen King would be like, well, I'm going to live in the Hollywood Hills. I'm in New we, York City, some yeah, place something like that. Like that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Banger Maine. Like Banger George Maine. Lucas is like, uh, well, I'm gonna do everything in San Fr- uh, like outside of in like outside of San Francisco. Is that where he works? He's way up north. Yeah. That's cool. Or like Coppola is like, I'm gonna live in the wine country. Like yeah, the real true art. Like uh, that's a dead on Coppola. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna live in the wine country. <laughs> yeah, it was dead on, dude. <laughs> I was just listening to a commentary that he did on <laughs> the uh, Godfather. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. That's or funny. like Harrison Ford lives in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like, like that. Those are the really badass dudes. The guys that are like, fuck it. I don't need to be. I'm so good. I can. I'll fly to work. Again, much like Bill Murray, you got to come to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you know, you're, you know you're special. Yeah. I think when Stephen King dies, people will give him much more props than he gets currently. Like, if you yeah. think about the I've only read like two Stephen King books in my life. I don't know if yeah. you've read a lot of his books. or uh, Yeah, probably like 10 or something. Wow. I've read like at least five. Yeah. Really? Yes. I think I read Misery was the one I read. I haven't read that one. Mm-hmm. That was good. But, you know, the, the interesting thing is, do you think about the amount of movies, like The Green Mile and um, Shawshank Redemption were written by him and came right. out in the same year. Great movies. Right. People don't even give him credit for that kind yeah, of stuff versus... Exactly. When you tell people that he wrote those, everyone's always like, what? No, uh, he only does stupid horror stuff. He does a lot more than just stupid horror. I remember working in a bookstore when The Green Mile came out, and it didn't come out as one book until later. Yeah. It came out in little installments. Yeah. Like and that's how I got into 100 it. Hundred pages at a time. And it was yeah, stuff. it was unlike anything he'd written before. So yeah. it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, props to that, mm-hmm. uh, Buck Perez. Your final man crush. Well, man, I'm right? cheating a bit because I did too much homework. Here we go. I got two real quick ones. Okay. I got Drunk C, Mr. Drunk C, who we've heard audio from here on the show. Uh-huh. I'd like to hang out with Drunk C in Japan. Oh. And see what what goes down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Konnichiwa. Also, Todd. Oh. Me and you mandate. Okay. Sea World. Oh. Uh, now, this is one that could happen very me, easily. This could happen. Me and Todd going to Sea World, seeing all the shit, you know? Sea World's awesome. I'd like to see how I react. <sighs> so much fun. Well, you know that if I go to Sea World. You might encounter. Well, uh, first of all, the, the, there's a dual thing. There's there's the, the, the girl that I, I was in love with that worked at the Sea World tank. We've discussed many times. Oh, yes. And that the day that I proposed to my woman, I fell in love with the girl that worked at the SeaWorld tank. And my wife even saw this and said, you know, wow, you guys had a real connection. Because wow. I met the first ever woman I could talk about my love for whales with. Yeah. It's kind of like, if you have this hobby that nobody else has, and you finally meet that person that shares the same thing, you're like, I want to talk to you all day because no other human in my life I've been able to discuss oh. this with. Oh, it's kind of like bird watching. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There are people that are really into it and travel around and go to it, and those people are, can talk for hours about birds. Yeah. You know? And I, I met the one girl in my life, the one human I could talk about my love for uh, for whales uh-huh. with, and, and you know, it's, it's not going to happen. But then also, cool. Buck, you have to realize when I go to SeaWorld, I go kind of incognito. I don't want people to see what happens when I'm around all the whales and stuff. You, <laughs> you know? have like a trench coat or what? <laughs> uh, That's yeah. what I'm imagining. Yeah. I have I have a trench coat. I have a trench coat. I have a trench coat. Yeah. And I wear my tennis shorts. Because I, I, I try to wear clothing that's attractive to the whales. Hmm. You know, like you have to, like there's certain, <laughs> like contrary to popular belief, whales aren't attracted to people in like the wetsuits. You know, whales hmm. like tennis shorts on a human. Oh, okay. They also That's like... Weird. They uh, find those attractive? Yeah. Attractive? Oh. And puka shells. I would feel like you wouldn't want to be attractive to a whale. No, he wants to attract That's as much whale attention as he can. Oh. Yes. 
So you'll see me Ugh. stand up. You know, I will go near the tank <laughs> in my tennis shorts. Nice. And uh, my uh, Nike Cortez. You're kind of teasing them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're in the tank and you're just walking you're by. You're such a tease. You're man. like sashaying across. Whales are like, damn. That's what I'm saying. I want to see how this goes down to. Yeah. Yeah. And then I start doing my whale calls, which I do them from the <laughs> A4 pod from British Columbia, which is a certain mm. dialect. Mm. But yeah. Wow. Thank you, Buck. Any, anything else in that list there, Buck? Or should I finish it up? Well, Drunk Sea in Japan. I mean, that would be a time, right? Yeah, because Drunk Sea is, even though he has his, uh, you know, way of, of speaking, he, he can, when Drunk Sea gets real drunk, there's two things. He'll begin speaking in Japanese, mm. and he will also, if he has offended anybody that evening, like, uh, fall on his own knife. Like, he will commit Harry Carey oh, wow. just like, I've insulted your honor. I will oh. now kill myself. Yeah. But he's never been to his uh, mother. He's never been to Japan, right? Well, no. Well, he's not Japanese. He's a Hawaiian. To he's, be fair. he's motherland. His motherland is Gardena. Okay, his motherland. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But uh, he used to. I just remember. I I think he took up residence at our place. I think he lived on the couch for a minute. But every time I'd walk in the door and he's watching TV, it'd always be like those Japanese soap operas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm like, why are you watching this, dude? Like, <laughs> enjoys it. Yeah, he'd watch Japanese novellas, which novellas, is very odd. Yeah, yeah, novellas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to finish off my dude crush. I'd like to hang out with uh, Carson Palmer. Whoa. Quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. Hmm. USC Trojan, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Uh, their, their most recent acquisition, played the last six games with them. Uh, I, I, it's one of these things where, like, you know, when you're with a team, like, I love Jason Campbell. He was their quarterback, got injured, isn't oh. going to be on the team next year. And then they throw the new quarterback in, and you're like, Who's this Carson Palmer son of a bitch? And then he, he played pretty well for him. And now, like, in, in, in a certain way that, like, you know, if, they're, if like, you're a Republican and they have the Republican nominees and maybe you're like, oh, well, I'm not sure who I like yet. Once the guy becomes the nominee, you get you get behind yeah. him and you're like, fuck yeah, Mitt Romney's my guy or whatever, you know. Yeah. Or, like, when the Democrats ran last time, it was like people weren't sure Hillary or Barack, but once it was Barack, it was like, oh, I like Barack, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm... Like, now I'm, I'm all behind Carson Palmer as the quarterback for, for the Raiders. And uh, he's dreamy. Yeah, no, he's a handsome guy, sure. Good hair, good he's easy on the eyes. Cleft chin, he's a Southern California boy. He looks like if someone was like uh draw me a quarterback. Yeah. That's like someone's going to draw you. All-American. He's yeah. an all-American quarterback. Just right? an all-American boy and like right now he's throwing in uh, Hermosa Beach, like by the beach, like oh, at some high school shit. or something like training with like TJ You got to get Ushan over there. Zeta or something. Sound a little excited about Make that. Make this mandate happen, dude. Mm. Get over there. Yeah, and we go to we go to like a, an, an SC like tailgate because yeah, like be right before he got signed with the Raiders, he was getting drunk at SC tailgates. That's nice. awesome. And just because like the the Bengals didn't want it, they they, yeah. they they had him. They were paying him to sit on the bench because he was fighting with the team, and so yeah. then right. he was getting drunk on the weekends at SC tailgates. And That's the Raiders awesome. were like, "We just traded a shitload for you. We're paying you twelve million dollars next year. Get to Oakland." He's like, "All right, fuck." <laughs> um, <clears throat> Do you want to give me some coffee or something? <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, it would be Carson Palmer. So I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. I'd like to thank Buck Perez. Hey, and thank you. And I, thank you to my loyal people who are sticking with me. Stand up for Buck. Hard time. Hashtag stand up for Buck. And I'd like to thank Casey Gullickson. Hey, thanks, Todd. And this is Todd Perry. This is the Far Out Podcast. Thank you for listening. And hey, get your dude crushes up at faroutpodcast.com. Hashtag doing the Buck. <laughs> <laughs>